So welcome everyone to the final summer installment of the Afternoons with podcast. Can't believe that the summer is coming to an end. Um, as y'all know, this podcast is sponsored by the Marcus Graham Project. And as Afternoon Agency, um, our mission as Afternoon Agency is to curate authentic stories um, that reflect the intersectionality in life and all of us beautiful, intersectional, diverse beings. Um, and the purpose of this podcast is to create conversations around topics that are relevant to our industry and our culture, because we know we are the culture we created, we cultivate it, um, and we live it every day. But before we get too deep into the juice and to the, to the meat of the podcast, I would love for the team to introduce themselves so we can go ahead and get started with that. Hello, everyone. My name is Carl Blevins. Um, I operate as a brand manager for Afternoon Agency. Hello, everyone. I am Jacqueline Tordo, but I usually go by Jackie Hart um, or Jackie. Um, and I am the team's project manager, but you know, I, I have my hand in a little bit of everything, but you know, so I'm a Jackie of all traits. Yes. Yeah. What's up y'all, it's Ryan, your favorite strategist and director of cultural anthropology for Afternoon <laughs> Agency. Um, y'all, hopefully y'all have grown to know and love me from these podcasts, but yeah, I'm happy to be back with Rashid, Carl, and Jackie. This is our first time recording together. So it should be a movie. Yes, it's going to be wonderful. Um, super excited to be here. Of course, it's Rashid Owens, uh, brand manager for Afternoon Agency, um, and one of the one of the big vets of the podcast. Ready to really uh, have some great conversation with some folks who've been on the podcast. But like this space, this this group, this dynamic will be really awesome uh, moving forward. So really excited. Yes, Ryan is Millie rocking in the video right now. But yes, all that energy will be. Um, added to our podcast today. So as some of our listeners may know, some of y'all may not, but we are a part of an organization called the Marcus Grand Project, MGP. Um, and through MGP, we are participating in the I Create Bootcamp. And unfortunately, um, by the time that this podcast airs, we will be on our last day, our last hurrah of our fellowship. Super sad time. We've come to love and know each other so well. Um, working virtually all summer, we had a chance to meet each other cut like once or twice here and there, you know, but um, it's been a struggle, but it's also yielded some great results. I know Jackie was talking about, you know, seeing the rain, but now the flowers are here. We are collecting. Give us our flowers while we are here. You feel what I'm saying? So all of that wonderful stuff. Um, so in this podcast, we're going to be taking the time to reflect um, on this chapter of our lives um, and then, you know, kind of bring it to a close. So with all of that being said, do y'all feel prepared to go? into the next stage of your journey? Well, I will kind of throw a question back at you. What mm -hmm. does being prepared mean? Especially Listen. during the time of a pandemic, you know, no one planned to have COVID around, but for me, I'm gonna just answer that and say, feeling prepared means that like, I feel like I can go out there regardless of what comes at me. And I'll say, yeah, cause like transitioning from you know being a psych pre-med major to being a master's of education cultural foundation it's like i never went to school to study you know anything about marketing or advertising so i feel like yes i do have the tools and i am i'm more prepared than i was before that's what i'm going to say with like um general assembly and with the practical work of working with clients you know it's kind of like we got that feel for what an agency might look like and i'm 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 ready for more i want to see what the industry has for us but yeah that's just me <laughs> yeah oh, for me i'd say that my intention going into the summer was to decide if i wanted to work or have a better understanding not necessarily have the decision but decide if i wanted to work brand side right out, right out of college or agency side because obviously for me i'm going back to georgetown in the fall and so it's, I'm not necessarily thrust into the, the real world. So um, I definitely don't envy that position. <laughs> I'm grateful to have that mm -hmm. um, situation. But 
I think that I definitely this summer have a greater appreciation appreciation for agency life um, and meeting different agencies, meeting different people at agencies, learning about the roles at these agencies. Because even in my like principles of advertising class, we may have briefly discussed what a creative brief was or what the process was. But I think for students who come from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, a big part that's missing from the college curriculum is like exposing you to the roles in the industry that you want to work with mm -hmm. or work in or work for. And I think that this summer through the Marcus Grant Project and Afternoon has definitely given me that. So I'm very grateful for that and I feel prepared in that way. Yeah, echoing some of those same points. I feel prepared in the sense that I have a better understanding as to what agency roles are. Um, but I think that most importantly for me, I feel inspired. Um, we've been able to meet so many people who are black and brown within this industry. Um, and they're simply them being in their roles makes it possible for us. Um, so with that, um, in feeling inspired a, a lot of times, because just looking at my background, I finished school. And so, um, you know what I'm saying? Quarter life crisis is a thing around that 25, as soon as you graduate college and people feel discouraged um, to go for their dreams, um, whether it's in uh, marketing or elsewhere. And so for me personally, that's, that is what this program has done, has um, reminded me that this is the industry that I am passionate about and the industry that I am needed in. Um, so in that regard, I'm prepared. I don't think I'm ever going to be prepared for everything that the world has to offer, but I'm definitely inspired. Absolutely. And to that point, like for me, it's that flexibility. Like I've learned so much about like how to be just like quick, quick on your feet, being able to move and adjust and flex and all those different kinds of things. And even like in this moment right now, like with the job search, with finishing MGP, like there's so much in motion just with everything um in this time so like just being able to be in a space where everything was moving really really quickly and i think that's something that we could all agree with that mgp was fast paced it was quite the accelerator program um we got to jump in head first and create something create a foundation but then really act on it and being able to move and adjust with everything that we were doing so um like y'all said like might not be prepared for that you know that right whatever it is whatever that next role is i might not know exactly how to do it but i'm gonna know how to use my resources well i'm gonna know how to you know leverage the um the the people that i've connected with know how to leverage like all that different kind of stuff so that i put myself in the best position moving forward and continually uh, make the best decisions that are for myself um, and not have to worry about doing stuff for other people because you can't do that. You can't, you can't make a decision based off what other people want for you. Um, so that's something that I've definitely seen from and learned from the Markets Grant Project. So I love that. I definitely love that. Um, so I guess kind of like to switch gears a little bit in terms of the work that we've done this summer, what was the like the toughest challenge, some of the, the hardest things um, to overcome this summer? Um, and like, how'd y'all do it? Because like this was, it was tough. We had a lot of hard work to do. So like, what were those, some of those things? Um, and then, yeah, go for it. I would definitely say for me, the toughest part of this summer had nothing to do with the client work. Because I think once we got into a groove and we knew our systems and how we were operating that came easy and for me i was i was coming in this knowing like you said that it was going to be a boot camp and it was going to be an accelerator so the the client work wasn't that difficult for me the hardest thing that i faced or biggest obstacle i had to overcome especially in the beginning was the fact that i'm meeting 12 people 12 strangers from around the united states and really across the world because we do have um some global backgrounds that I have never met before. We are operating not just as like coworkers and co-founders, but as friends potentially in a digital environment. And so for me, I thrive off energy. I'm really big on energy. And so to meet everyone and try to understand who they are, their personalities, their energy, what makes them tick, um, the way they like to receive and give feedback, constructive feedback was difficult for me. 
because I really felt like we had to create an environment where we could be as personal as possible virtually. And so I always, especially in the beginning, advocated that we have our cameras on, advocated that, I mean, we all want to look good, especially <laughs> me. I don't know, there's not many people in this world who want to look better than me. Um, <laughs> but I feel like even if we weren't having a good hair day or we weren't looking our best, like vulnerability, I feel like builds trust. And that's something that Jackie especially has taught me. She's one of the most empathetic people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I didn't, I, it was hard ah. to, to learn that. <laughs> ah. It was hard to learn that, to keep it real in the beginning. Like I didn't know everybody's personality. You guys obviously didn't know me. I can come across very strong, very aggressive, very direct. Some people will think I'm rude, but I think it's, it's just a misunderstanding. And that happens when we're face to face. So I could only imagine the misunderstandings that could have happened virtually. So that, to me, that was my biggest obstacle. I don't know if y'all if y'all can say anything similar to it, but it had nothing to do with the client work. It was about that relationship and human piece for me. Yeah, um, what Ryan said, it's just like, honestly, I've always watched reality shows like, you know, um, Big Brother and all of them, Big Brother Africa and all of them. And I've like always wondered, how did they do it? Like, you know, they brought strangers together and they have to do all of this. And guess what? I got to live that this summer. Like I got to understand um, people that I've never met before. And like Ryan said, that was a challenge. So it was like, for me, I went, I had two different challenges. I had like an internal challenge, which was like, had a lot to do with imposter syndrome just because I was in this room with people that were like doing great things. I'm like, well, here I am with this little background. So it's like, that was a challenge in the beginning, but it's like everyone has helped me see like my, my strengths and different things um, in terms of like my skills and all of that. And when it comes to like the external factor, of course, it was like, we're gonna have to like communicate like how are we gonna set these deadlines? Everyone's virtual. We can't, you know, someone could turn out their phone and never like, you know, communicate with us. So it's like, I needed to understand everyone. So it was like, we had to, take personality tests we had to like start from the beginning from scratch like who are you you know what's your enneagram like number like how do you work so it was like a challenge in the beginning but it paid off because now we can say we're family and guess what i have not met everyone in the group but i, I love them just like I, you know i love someone in my network in my family line in my you know circle so yeah are you guys crying i'm not crying i'm not a no ma'am <laughs> but I just wanted to say, and hats off to you, Jackie. I just have to commend you and Yay. give you your flowers while you're here. Because yeah. for those who don't know, Jackie was and is our project manager. So I mean, I'm the strat I'm our strategist, and so I had to pretty much talk to everybody, get to know everybody. But on a day-to-day -day basis, when it came down to client work, I didn't really have to interact with every single person. Jackie had to interact with us. She had to set the deadline. She had to make sure we were where we were supposed to be on time and all of that. So I just want to commend you because I thought you did a phenomenal job. She phenomenal. did it with ease. Uh, and it was tact. all the team. It was really the team. I could not have done it with, without you guys, really. It was like- She said that now. She said <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was just her ability to be vocal when she needed to be vocal mm. and to hold us all accountable. Um, and thinking about that question in terms of challenges, because there were many, um, and I'm not going to paint it as if it was just a breeze to make a full functioning virtual pop-up agency, but I'm reminded by my favorite country singer, Kenny Rogers, who passed away on March 20th. Um, no one to hold them, no one to fold them. And what I've learned with that is there are times where you want to speak your mind and then there are times when you just need to be quiet. And balancing and understanding when that time is is like imperative to the success of your team. Um, and so being that we're virtual, being that we are not in person to where you can cut someone off and it just kind of goes into conversation. That is something that is that you have to learn. Um, a lot of times after we speak, we have to instantly go on mute just because of feedback, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really important that when we speak, we speak with things that are actually valuable and contributing something new to conversation. Um, and so with the different clients that we've had, with the different work that we've done, 
um, I really understood that whenever someone says and he says something, um, a comment about something, I don't always have to have to say something. And that's something that I've had to learn for myself because I'm a very opinionated person. Um, and then even in co-leading projects, it's been something to where mm -hmm. I have to respect that the person that I'm working with thinks differently than I think. And I've always thought, you know, the way that I think, I'm the person that's going to take your organization up. I'm the yeast that make it rise. It is what it is, right? But the reality of it is, is that I have been fortunate enough to meet 12 diverse, creative people who think differently than I think. And a lot of times their perspective may be better than my perspective. So using that um, ability, Ryan actually mentioned this earlier in this program. I believe he was the first person I heard say calculated risk or someone said calculated risk. And ever since then I've been using it. So use that calculated risk to understand when and when not to contribute to conversation. That's a big piece. That part right there, that's a gem. I had to learn that as well and real quick, um, I just want to shout you out too, Carl, because you said very early on that your mama told you not to ask for a mic and not have nothing to say. And ever since then, I mean, I've definitely kept that close to my heart, especially as we operated as a virtual agency. Shout out to Timberly Priest. Mm -hmm. Shout out to mama, child. Shout out <laughs> to mama. And like, and to those points as well, like thinking about like co-leading with Carl and co-leading with Tony, it's kind of like, I, I always Carl always said this like you know like whatever you just said like that was in opposition of whatever I presented was there a suggestion in that or was there was there some type of next step or like where where are we going with this you know and I don't always think that way because I'm, I'm a much more of a questioner I like to ask questions so that we can get to the you know get to the root get to the meaning but like that always made me want to make sure that like if I'm coming to the table like I might have a question but in the back of my mind I should also have some type of plan of action through that process of asking those questions or come to the table with a, with a suggestion. So I feel that, I definitely feel that. Can I just say real quick, this is a little funny story, but I remember to your point, exactly what you just said, Rashid, there was a one time where, um, I forget, it was very early on. So we were probably talking about branding afternoon. And um, I had said something and then it was open to the group to respond to what I said. You had responded and said whatever you said and then somebody was like, does that answer your question? Talking to me. And I was like, well, I don't really think he said anything. <laughs> and at the time, I was like, wow, that could have came, came off like really wrong. But mm. I think that's exactly what it was because similar to Carl, I'm the kind of person where I'm like parsing what you said and dissecting it and looking for value added. Mm. And so sometimes people just want to, they speak like it's just, you, you know, like a train of consciousness or whatever, like your thoughts, you're just speaking out loud which is fine, but sometimes you just have to realize the different personalities and the differences because I often don't do that. But let me tell you how, how the two way of thinking, like how they can complement each other. So when we were introduced to Hill House some time ago to all of our listeners as one of our clients, after we received our brief, we had an, uh, our next meeting, I came with a presentation like, this is what we need to do. This is, ex this is exactly the things that we can implement. Here's how we can get started. And Ryan and Rashid and a few more of our agency members were like, whoa, wait, what is the problem? Like, what are we solving for? Why are we solving for? Who are the people we're talking to? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> kind of important too because <laughs> my mind naturally goes into I don't like to present questions I like to present just solutions like mm. this is what it is yeah. so there's definitely times where both ways of thinking are definitely necessary I love that that's wonderful that's wonderful so kind of like flip it a little bit like what was the most rewarding on on over this summer like what was something that really just made y'all hearts smile like just made you happy um and i i can start because like for me um the apple presentation like our end of the year presentation with the apple team like was something that i've never experienced before like being in a space of professionals who i look up to like a, a bunch of them just a bunch of professionals that work for an organization 
um, that I really look up to and that I admire. I admire the brand. I admire the work that we did for them and for them to say that our work was smart and for them to say um, that it all just made sense. The line of thinking, the strategy, the creative was just all really, really smart. Just made me as a brand manager, like wanna hug all of my team. Like I, like if y'all was in our standups, like the day after, you know, the day before, like every, I'm always thanking my team because like, we can't do this. I couldn't, I, I tell, I am not a tactical creative. I'm not about to write no copy. I can't do no art direction. Like I do my job, but like, I feel like we really work together as a team to create something that made some, you know, creative directors really be like, oh, who is afternoon agency? And what, why are they presenting to us? Are we presenting to them? Like, what is this, you know, this kind of thing going on? So like that really made my heart smile and that made all the long nights, that crazy weekend where we had the loopy. Oh my goodness. There was one weekend where it was like a Thursday or something like that. And like, we was just stuck because they gave us some feedback and it just wasn't hot. So like, we was just trying to like, recover 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 and like it was so long it was tedious like we had so many like breakout sessions and meetings all weekend it was a mess but like that kind of stuff literally crying literally um and trying to live life at the same time because we're all at home like we have families we have you know responsibilities and now we got to work a full-time job full-time plus like be on the clock all the time so like that really made me happy um, to just know that people appreciated the work and the time that we put in our heart and soul, our blood, sweat, and tears to make some amazing work. So shout out to my team every day of the week. Shout out to Afternoon Agency. I'm not crying. You are. <laughs> no, um, <I'm> not. <laughs> but no, what Rashid said, like, there's so many rewarding parts of this. Like, if I were to, like, go on and like go through the list we're gonna be here like till christmas but i'm gonna try to keep it short um so when it comes to like all of this it's definitely seeing the results like seeing the progress it's like i've been on calls with people where they're like you know what i'm i'm just about to leave i'm about to or i've been on calls with people where they're like i don't know i don't know but now we know and we've seen the results it's definitely being able to see the journey from like you know conception to execution which has been amazing it's also like it has a lot to do with the people, like the network. Cause like, I was looking for a home. I was looking for a place to lay my nest. And this is the place, you know, this family. Cause after this, we're still going to be a family, whether we like it or not. <laughs> and one last thing is also like the network, the mentorship. Um, we've got, we've had a chance to meet so many amazing people, so many beautiful minds and best believe like we're at the early stages of like everything. So, I'm excited to see where Rashid ends up, where Carl ends up, where, where Ryan ends up, where, you know, afternoon agency ends up in general, like as we like depart on our different journeys. So the rewarding part is seeing the growth and the rewarding part is knowing that there's more to come. But yeah. Yes, there's so much to be done, sis. We got a lot of work to do yet. And still we are young. We are fresh. We are talented. We are black. You feel what I'm saying? Like there's no limits. There's no black, limits. That part. All right. All right. Lord Jesus, our cultural anthropologist just stepped on me. So, <laughs> um, so yes, all of that. Um, in addition to, um, for me, we have been allowed to be ourselves and I don't take that for granted and it's something that we can say um, very lightly and it kind of just be dismissed but we have been encouraged to use our um, differences and support into the work into the creatives that we produce um, and so whether that be um, networking sessions agency tours where we have mentors or speakers that pour into us and to say, you know, here is my personal Twitter that is booty noodles, one, two, three, or whatever. <laughs> this is just what it is. Like everything that represents who we are as beings, never feel a need to just take a piece of you into the industry because the industry calls for us and our entire, you know, and in, in, in all of who we are. Um, and I think that the whole notion of assimilating to culture and putting aside our blackness, we've had the opportunity to challenge companies that have, um, you know what I'm saying, quieted the voices of 
their minoritized community members, which is a word that I learned throughout this experience. Um, so whether we are, you know, ripping Starbucks to shreds or NFL to shreds or different companies to shreds for how they um, formally have um, silenced those voices, we have the opportunity to just be us. We have discussions about our queerness, about our blackness, about how we're from all different places around the world to talk about, you know, just different experiences. And I don't take that for granted. Um, uh, and when I talk to people who are actually in this industry, depending on the agency, they don't have that privilege. Mm -hmm. They don't have the, the opportunity to speak about their personal experiences or how their company's um, communication has done something detrimental to a community that they identify with. And so that's something that has been completely and truly rewarding. For sure. I would just say for me, I've had a lot, a lot of rewarding experiences. And like Jackie said, we would be here longer than we should be if I were to go through all of them. But I will say that the one of the first few like micro experiences I had when I was like, okay, like, so this is a real thing. Like afternoon agency is on their shit. Like we out here was when... I, our very first podcast um, session, we were concepting, we were concepting topics to talk about, guests to talk about, and it was everybody from Tracy Ellis Ross to our founder, Link, one of our co-founders of the Marcus Graham Project, um, Lincoln Stevens, and one of my, like, reach guests was Steve Stout, um, because for those who don't know, I'm very interested in fashion, very interested in music and activism and the intersection of the three. And I wanted to talk to Steve Stout about hip hop's influence on advertising. And I knew that from day one. And I would say fast forward, maybe two weeks, I'm doing it. I was doing it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, am I really talking to Steve Stout right now about hip hop's influence on advertising? And I was. And so I would say I've had a lot of rewarding experiences. But the thing that I'll take the most from this summer is having um, a community that values pretty much the same things that I value, um, but also that are immersed in the culture and that can speak up to the culture and about the culture in a way that I want to speak about it. And so coming from um, the business school at Georgetown, a lot of the students are groomed for finance or for investment banking or consulting. And so when I bring up something related to marketing and not just marketing, but diversity and inclusion within marketing and entertainment they're like what and then i talked to my homeboys from back at home and i'm like yo did you see that lebron campaign they probably saw it but i, I don't just want to talk about what i saw on the screen i want to talk about everything that made that thing happen mm -hmm. and the agency that created it and the, the founder of the agency and why they they decided to make this decision instead of that decision and so this summer has given me a core group a tribe of people where I feel comfortable nerding out about those sorts of things. And above everything else, I think that is what I most appreciate from the Marcus Graham Project. We do nerd out on a lot of things. And it's fun, like, because we care about all of this stuff. And like, and when you were speaking about like, you know, talking about like that LeBron ad or whatever, like, and the, the cultural implications that that brings along with it and the work that is being done, like that affects us on our everyday on our everyday life, like it affects us, but we also are the next people that are creating the work at the same time. So it's such an interesting duality at the same time um, to see how those both live together. So I think that that's pretty, I think it's pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm super, yeah, yeah, that was, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I have a quick question for y'all. Keep in mind that this is a brave space. Amen. Agencies podcast. What do y'all think um, is something that could have been improved? In terms of? In terms of your experience with this boot camp 2020, especially considering the fact that it was virtual, what would you have liked to see? see? What would you, some people that you would like to connect with? Mm. You know? Oh, is someone going? <laughs> you. You. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think that there's always room for growth, like, nothing is in this world is going to be perfect no program in this world is going to be perfect mm -hmm. um but when it comes to this i really think that we were we're the beginning of something new you know what i mean we're 
trailblazers for like a new a world that is about to change you know like with how the pandemic came in and with like everything happening culturally we are we are the beginning of something new so it's like when it comes to all the things that we did virtually this was a virtual experience right and one thing i've learned from my um time here is that when you do things virtually you're gonna have to take an extra step Whereas like if we were to do things in, in like person would like, you know, just walk to the next room. I'll walk to the next room and be like, okay, Apple is here, Hill House is here, no. But when it comes to scheduling meetings, I have to be super intentional. We have to make sure that when it comes to communication, like um, did we all get the right message? Cause you know, when you play the phone of telephone, the game of telephone, I'm gonna say colorful and it's gonna end with, I love you. You know, those are two <laughs> different words. So when it comes to that, I think that there should be some sort of structure um, just cause the world is changing and we, or the first virtual pop-up agency, but we might not be the last one. So there could be some sort of handbook, you know, which we could help with, you know, maybe this is how the structure is gonna be if it's virtual compared to if it's in person. Um, so that's just like a structural thing. But for, when it comes to me, um, I don't think that I would have done anything differently. Maybe I would have been a, a little more confident in myself in the beginning. But when it comes to that, there's beauty in the fact that I could grow like that, you know, like when it comes to my personal growth. But um yeah i wouldn't have done anything differently i might have yeah oh yeah. jackie is so poetic we love to see it <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's gonna be a comedian too it's in the works a comedian. <laughs> yes but something's like i i think for me specifically when it comes to improving the program um because i think there's a lot when it comes to like the structure and like the foundation of it, um, like MGP has created something that we know works, you know, like we're here, we're at the end of it. We've learned, we've grown, we've created something that's beautiful. Um, but I do think that there are like aspects that I guess we couldn't have really known um, going into it because this is the first time. Um, but even when it comes to, for me, like, expectation uh from the beginning um specifically like when it comes to like leadership and like knowing like how often you know they would be involved in our processes like those different kinds of things like those are things that we want to know like early on um so that we know like who we're reaching out to who you're talking to it's not like and it's not even to say that they weren't there because they you know they were like they gave us many you know different contacts and they gave us you know insight on on things but i feel like just understanding what role each person would have played a little bit more from the get-go would have relieved some of our stressors you know waiting from waiting for an email or something like that you know like those different kinds of things but i feel like in the space we were all really doing what we could um and to that point like when it came to a point we were like okay like what are we doing here with us we got leadership like all that kind of stuff it's time for us to really have like a sit down conversation like have that family talk and like lincoln um shout out to lincoln because he really got on that call and he talked about all these different things that he has going on. He's running the organization. He's also launching something. He has his kid at home. He has his parents, like all those different kinds of things. And like for us as like boot campers, we see it as like he is one of our direct contacts. Like you should be direct contacting, you know, consistently. Um, but like when he comes into a space and talks to us and be, you know, becomes a little bit more transparent about all the different things that he has going on, we can then understand and then adjust accordingly. So not to say that leadership wasn't or was, you know, involved in not enough or too much, whatever it was, but for me, like, I just want to know things from the beginning. I just want to have some expectations set. Um, and I feel like we could have definitely, we could have done that on our end as well within our team. Um, and just like making sure that we know, like, shoot, there's, I'm, sometimes I just need a mental time, some mental time. Um, and we never really got to that point until later when everybody was like pissed, you know, like we was tired. We just didn't want to talk. Like, I just need some time. Like, instead of doing that, let's carve it into the schedule. Let's get it. Let's figure out how we can get that kind of stuff into the into the framework of the organization into the framework of afternoon agency so there isn't burnout and so there isn't so much like 
friction that's just coming because we're all up on each other in these Zoom calls and these Google Meet calls and these WebEx calls all day, every day. So that's just me. I agree. Completely agree. Um, I would pretty much just reiterate everything Rashid said. I think there are many things that I um, think could have been better about the program and like the technical details of it and stuff like that. But I think in order to be most useful to our audience, I'll just focus on myself and what I think I could have done better. Uh, and I definitely think that this summer, it's something I've been working on before this summer, but it's, it's just a piece of me that I think was reiterated uh, for me this summer. The fact that I'm really trying to develop patience because I can, to Rashid's point, I can be very um, impatient. I can lack empathy in certain situations and I can expect not necessarily expect the world to revolve around me, but expect things to go the way that I want them to go. And so uh, I definitely would say it's something I'm working on, patience for with myself, with others, um, because I just think that things take time, like especially quality. And I'm, I'm, I am every day about quality over quantity. And there, you cannot rush a creative process. You cannot rush excellence. You can't rush any of those things. And so... That's why every night when I go to sleep, I pray that God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot control and the strength to change the things I can. Mm. And then lastly, the wisdom to know the difference. And it's something that I'm still working on. And I'm thankful to all of you for illuminating that for me again. Absolutely. Yeah. We, as a pop-up agency, I believe, we have made great use of our resources and great use of our time and created structure where there was a lack thereof. So for me, I would denote like a boot camp is like an in, a short intensive like course of like a training. I think that this is more so like an incubator and an incubator is more so of a controlled environment where you care for like premature technically premature babies but like premature like talent i would say it was more so like that because it was through we were thrown in the fire and it was like a sink or swim situation um but i think the one thing that they were meticulous in is selecting the individuals who could handle it and so for that i will definitely give leadership credit um, I think that in terms of the future and in terms of kind of like looking at what this looks like beyond this moment, slight plug for our summit coming up um, on August 20th that you can find on our website. It's afternoon.com. Um, I believe that there should be someone who holds the position of developing the curriculum for this boot camp um, so that there are specific learning targets. We do have a system. Um, that we use that kind of tests some different courses, but it's our responsibility to take those courses on our own time. I think that I would have kind of appreciated just a little bit more structure in terms of those that that those courses and what we're taught. Um, so, yeah, that, that's just something how, how I think it could be better. So, Carl, because you asked us what we think could have been improved about the program, and then also about how we interacted and went about the program. I want to know from you and my other co-hosts what you would have told yourself on day one, considering what you would have done better. I would have told myself that I have to worry less about proving my value and about just working within what I'm passionate about and my expertise. Because I am not a person who produces, are we, are we able to cuss on here? I mean, no F-bombs. I'm not a person that produces bullshit. Like, that's just- Go not, off. <laughs> it's, it's just like, I'm quality or nothing. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's just how I operate. But for some odd reason in the beginning, I felt this thing of, let me prove my worth. Like, let me be quiet and let my group speak. And then when I have that opportunity, oh, I'm going to show them. But instead, I would think of, let me operate as best as I know how to operate and the best way that I can contribute to the team, let me do that. Instead of just proving my worth for the sake of showing them that I'm worthy. Um, I think that that's something that I would say to myself, but I would ask the same question to you all. You worthy child. You are more than worthy. 
to be here, to be in the space, to do all the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things that you plan on doing. Um, and yeah, to answer that question, Ryan, man, like I would tell myself, do not overthink everything like i overthink everything and i go through and i toil and i you know stay up all night thinking about what i could have done better the day before what i'm gonna do today the next day and it's just like it overwhelms it's a yes like i'm my my brain is constantly going in cycles of like trying to figure out like what i could have done even if i didn't do anything wrong like (laughs) and that's the issue like it nobody said that you did this thing wrong but now i'm looking at my past performance and i'm looking at all the things that the conversations that i've had that day like going through each one trying to figure out like what what actually went wrong when nothing really went wrong so just taking the time to like like carl said like no like operate in the space that i fit best and i'll fit into the team in the way um that i'm i'm supposed to um, and just not not letting my insecurities delay or you know take too much time up because like time is precious and like we don't got time for you know you just be nervous and stressing all day long um, and I can I can do that so like I just try not to. Yes. Wow. Ooh, I'm over here taking it all in. Um, but when it comes to me, I'll tell um, you know. Jackie at the beginning of the boot camp to just believe in herself just do your thing you know you're different that's okay but like show the world what you got um and not just what you got but like how you can like you know help how you can come in with your different perspectives because I know that in the beginning I was quiet I'll be like if I had a suggestion I'll like wait till someone who could read my mind and say and when they say I'll be like yes retweet but I could have just said it you know and I didn't have to like wait till like after the call to call like a brand manager or someone to be like, you know, have you considered this like angle or what do you think about this? It's like midway through it, I found myself like just saying what was on my mind. It's like, you know, making my contributions. And now I'm going to go into the real world knowing, you know, that I got this. You know what I mean? I, I just thank the team for helping me see it. Because sometimes I'll talk and they'll gas me up in the chat. I'm like, here they go again. But really, no, it's, it's, it's true. That's who I am. So I just want to thank everyone um, for the, no, I'm just crying, I'm not crying, but. (laughs) Let's go, let's go, No, but yeah, so this is just like us talking about the past, but like, I'm not one to dwell on the past. I like to live in the present. I also like to have some sort of like foresight for the future. And that's the project manager and me. So where do you like, what are you excited for in terms of like the future? Like what's next after MGP? I mean, I'm ready to take over the world. So yeah. I was born ready to take over the world. But I will yeah. say immediately what's next. What I'm excited for is to see what I'm going to do next summer, really. Because at this point, I feel like the the world is my playground. I honestly feel like that. I felt like that for a long time. But before, it was just something that I thought. But now I like feel it. I really feel that whatever I want to do, I can do. Uh, which I think is so powerful. And so for me, I'm really interested in pursuing um, a brand opportunity, like a client side opportunity in fashion and retail to see how I like it. But after this summer, there are so many different agencies uh, I have connections with and I'm involved with and that I've spoken to. And I loved agency life. I love the culture. And so just seeing what my next move is, but no matter what it is, I hope I'm um, living in my purpose and I'm making a difference. And that's all I can ever ask for myself. And just to let y'all know, slight plug for him, Ryan, I want to say you are the youngest one. Yes. And I'm trying to tell y'all, he operated as a team of one strategist mm-hmm. and did the damn thing. The like, professional. And not only a team one strategist, a team of one strategist, but there was a lot of times where Ryan would use terminology and we would all be sitting there like, huh? Like I'd be pulling up Google tabs, trying to research, like, what you mean, aided it? Like, what are you talking about? And the way we have a moment where during our stand-up, we talk about culturally relevant news, and Ryan is not only there, but he is active in contributing whatever he's heard about in most recent news and commenting on it. 
and is extremely mature just in general. I'm not going to say for his age or nothing like that, just in comparison to anyone. Extremely mature and extremely competent within this industry, far beyond whatever someone within an, in, 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 in an entry-level position would have. Slight plug. Sorry. Thank you so much. Thank you. And one thing I was amazed by when it comes to Ryan, since we were talking about Ryan right now, is the fact that um, he would say something during like a pressure test or something and would, you know, talk to our clients and they'll say the exact same thing. And I'm like, this man can read minds. He would say something he'd be like, I told you. I t-. I'm like, wow. That's uh, we are blowing his head up. Listen. That is the truth. Right? Like, I told y'all. No. <laughs> That's that's he, him and Makisha good for that. Both of them good for that. But that's just beautiful because I got that foresight for sure. Um, beautiful. <laughs> ugly. <laughs> um, and I guess like for the next phase, child, I'm ready to, I'm ready to move. Like I've been in Cleveland. Like I, <laughs> I ain't even a lot of y'all. Like I'm a real worldly kind of gentleman. Like I like to be in different places. Like I studied abroad for four months when I was 19. Like I was not trying to be here. I ain't never really tried to be nowhere for too long. So like just sitting in Cleveland working on my computer all summer, which is not conducive for the international life that I'm trying to live. So I'm ready to get up through. And then hopefully, you know, after I'm probably going, I plan on going down to Texas to be with my man. Um, So after that, you know, where is the world going to take me? We shall see. But whatever job, whatever opportunity, whatever venture it is, they're going to get the best of me. They're going to get the, the, the compounding experience that I get as I move along on my journey. And it's going to be it's going to be dope. So I'm excited. Well, um, <laughs> I'm excited for um, not to be too spiritual. But just the Lord continuously expanding my territory, and he, my cup is definitely running over, and um, I am grateful for everything that he has provided um, within my life. So um, I'm also very, very excited for like what for everything because like I've already joined a timeline. I'm ready to like um, I'm just ready to go because with my timeline and everything. I'm like, okay, we're going to build our portfolio from scratch because, you know, I'm starting from scratch. But when it comes to all of that, I'm definitely just excited to, like, take on the industry. So I'm going to go finish my second year of grad school, and then I'm going to, you know, take on the industry. You about, to, you about to kill us, sis. One more listen, year. Master. Listen, after that, I'm going to be like, okay, anyone in L.A., New York City, like, you know, um, are you hiring D.C., any city? You know, I'm just trying to, you know, leave kent ohio um it's been great but yeah that's a shameless plug right there but <laughs> i'm excited to travel and just create content and just do my thing but yeah and i'm very excited to see what all of us do not just the four of us on here but everybody in our agency um we have like carl mentioned we do have a summit coming up so you guys definitely check that out go to our website it's afternoon.com or follow us on IG at Afternoon Agency. We really appreciate y'all for sticking with us through this entire summer. If you've made it this far, then hopefully that means you enjoyed the content that you heard. Um, But yeah, at the end of every stand-up meeting, we have this thing where we say um, an affirmation. So I want each of us to go around and affirm ourselves or somebody else, and then um, we can close it out. I guess I can start. Um, I want all of you to feel comfortable knowing that you are perfect just the way you are. There's no such thing as being in a room you don't belong in. Um, It just does not exist. If you are in the room, you belong in it. Um, And definitely encourage you to be yourself in the workplace. I go next. I love that, Ryan. I love that uh, your intersectionality is your power. Amen. So please live and all your truth and just continue to be wonderful. Um, you can take a horse to the water, but you can't make him drink it. That is my affirmation. My affirmation is um, be kind to yourself. <laughs> Practice kindness. Thank you.
Wow. Um, this is just a lot, but I believe in the power of words. Because, like the Bible says, like, life or death is in the power of the tongue. So I'm just going to tell the, I'm just going to, this is our benediction. Basically, go forth and be great. Um, I've seen how amazing the entire group is. We have done something that professionals are trying to figure out. We built an agency from scratch virtually with strangers. So we can do whatever we want to do. So this is what I'm going to say. You're going to be great. Go forth and be great. Do the damn thing. Um, but yeah, I just want to take this time to just say thank you to all our listeners for listening. Um, oof, this is not easy. Um, this is not a goodbye. This is a see you soon. And I also want to just thank the team for taking their time out, the time out to just, you know, talk to us about their lives. Cause it's not easy to reflect, especially with like all the work that we have to do. But so I'll just say major shout out to the team for coming out to do all of this. And, you know, this is my one last afternoon out. Afternoon out. It's wonderful. Thank y'all so much. We out of here. Peace. Mastering Me is a newly refurbished blog by rising student affairs professional and first year master's student at Texas Christian University, Jermaine Thomas. Mastering Me dives into the life of a 22-year-old black gay man who is just trying to master the art of building a healthy existence in the face of adversity, and does so by sharing both his inter- and intrapersonal experiences. Subscribe to Mastering Me by visiting thomasjw.net backslash blog to get email notifications every time a new blog is posted. Mastering Me explores topics such as race, sexuality, family troubles, and you may even get lucky and find a curated playlist here or there. Check out Mastering Me at, once again, thomasjw.net backslash blog and connect with Jermaine on Instagram at o underscore that Jermaine. We'll see you there.